Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 20, and our recommendations on Cabinet of Curiosities, Tell Me Lies, Home Economics, and more. Hi, Margaret. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you, Diana? I'm doing great. It's Friday. I know. Friday, but they don't know it's Friday. I know, but we know it's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) So we can celebrate that it's Friday. (laughs) Unless you have to work tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. True, true, true. So in this episode, we see a lot of Daryl and Carol, and we see a little bit of their journey in the beginning of the episode. And so it got me to thinking about them being a great duo and about the other duos on The Walking Dead. So our question of the day is, who is your favorite duo on The Walking Dead? Well, you know, me, I'm actually looking to see if I can find the, the character names that I can't find them for the, my duo. Oh, Rosita. I like Rosita. And then I like Gabriel. I think they're a pretty oh. good duo. Yeah, I like them. I like that. There's so many. I was actually Googling it and finding out, you know, what is out there. And there's a lot on favorite duos through the years. And there's even, really? yeah, there's just so many. I mean, there's Rick with Morgan. There's Rick with Daryl. Oh, yeah, forget there's, about Morgan. yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Michonne and Rick, Daryl and Connie, um, Aaron and Father Gabriel. I mean, there's so many duos. They have Eugene and Abraham. What about Jesus? Jesus and everybody else. I don't know who. Tara? Was he friends with Tara? He was friends with everybody, I thought. I liked him, too. I liked his character. So, uh, but for me... I'm going to choose Maggie and Glenn. Yes. <laughs> I love them. I miss them together. I love them. And um, of course, Rick and Michonne. I cannot wait for the spinoff. But there's so many good duos. There really is a lot that I, you know, hadn't thought about. Even Beth and Daryl, they were a mm-hmm. duo for a little while. So I, yeah. love, I love seeing the journey of all these people and the relationships they had. So Friends out there, let us know what you think. Who is your favorite duo on The Walking Dead? You can leave us a comment on social media, our website, or email at screensinfocus at gmail.com. I would love to hear who you think is the best duo or your favorite duo on The Walking Dead. The links are in the show notes. Okay, so episode 20 is entitled, What's Been Lost? We continue to see Pamela bent on bringing Eugene to justice and twisting Yumiko's arm to do the deed. All of our group are apprehended except for Daryl and Carol, who look to Hornsby to find their people. There's a lot of blood, death. And finally, someone mentions dog. Uh, so, Margaret, what, <laughs> <I know. laughs> what did you think of this episode? So... When I first look at these things or watch these things, sometimes I'm not really that focused. So when I go back and I watch it again, just so that I have something to say, it amazes me at the detail and the editing and just how everything is so well done and just so put together as far as just from 
start to finish. It's not slapped together at all. It's a, it's like a piece of art, you know? So that's, for me, that was what I really think hit me with the, with the episode because the characters are also well-developed at this point. You know, you're, you, you just expect good things from them anyway. And the other thing I thought, or that I noticed was that there was a lot of blood (laughs) yeah, and a lot of gore and just a lot of, and it didn't phase them at all. But for us, we don't really, we haven't really been seeing all that blood and goop. So I just thought that it was really, um, that's what really struck me. It moved along very quickly. And yeah. It was just so well to put, well put together that I didn't even, you know, I was expecting more when they cut from the bus scene and I yeah. just thought, okay, go to cut to commercial. And then we come back and it's uh-huh. the credits. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean it's the credits? Cause I thought we'd have some kind of wrap up, but, and I think that just left you wanting more you mm-hmm. know, dangling. So that's kind of what I, my whole impression of the, the stuff that occurred, you expected it to happen. So that's why it wasn't such a shock for me. So I feel the same way, but I think I've mentioned it uh, after each episode Every single one has left me hanging because I keep wanting more. So I yeah. feel like all of this section of episodes are have been really good because I think they're so, you know, they're really pushing us toward the end. So everything has been so good. So there's so much happening. So there's so much action. And I even uh, wrote down that I felt that they were written really well and directed really well, mm-hmm. which is basically, you know, with you saying they were put together really well. So, um, yeah, so I noted that too. And of course, Judith has this commentary at the beginning and we get to see Daryl and Carol's journey. And I love seeing them through the years. I just, I love that this episode concentrated on them and their relationship and we get to see that again and what they've been through. So I just, I enjoyed it. Did anything stand out to you in this episode? For me, I don't like Pamela, but I'm I'm feeling like they're really showcasing her her evil side because now we're beginning to see a little bit more of how she operates. They're they're revealing that she's not this bright shiny thing. So that's kind of what stuck out to me and and how she really I I feel like she's just another dictator yeah. and you know it, it's her way or the highway, which we never really felt because Hornsby always had right into that. So that whole scene with him was gory and disgusting, but it didn't really shock me at all. I mean, the blood, just the staging shocked me, but the whole, everything else didn't really shock me. And it was interesting though, too, because here he is this babbling idiot with the coin when they walk in there <laughs> and then poof, he snaps yeah. out of it and he's able to like make sentences and comprehend. So you have to kind of wonder what is going on with that guy. So it was that just show, you know, for sympathy or was he trying to, and he constantly trying to manipulate the situation mm-hmm. as well. So, and Carol didn't fall for it. Carol was pretty unemotional through the whole thing. And I think the most hard thing for me to believe was how Daryl could have gotten out of that situation once those two took off and he's in the tunnel and he's being, you know, shot at. There are no hits. He didn't get hit, yeah. you know, by any uh-huh. of those bullets. So that was a little incredulous for me. So, and they talked about dog. Yeah. But we didn't see dog on the bus. No. So what happened to dog, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, what were your interpretations or well, what hit you? 
It's Carol and Daryl watching them. You know, seriously, I loved watching them because I think that Daryl has grown a lot in this season 11. And even, you know, after having to shoot Leah and, and the things that he said with Maggie and taking care of the kids, all of that, he's just grown a lot. And so it was just, um, I just like seeing his relationship with Carol. And I feel like they're just really honed in with each other. Like Daryl did this with Maggie too. Like they know how to fight other people. And the same thing with Daryl and Carol. They know how to escape. They're very observant, both of them. They both think ahead, you know, Daryl and his, you know, tracking ability. So I just love this about them toward the end when they were... The, their attitude and the way that they were reacting to Hornsby when he was trying to manipulate them and get them to give him another chance. And they weren't having it. It's like, just, I love that shot of them. Just their stance, the way that they reacted. They were like, we are not falling for this. We know you. We don't need you. You've already spilled the beans about the train. Bye. You know, I, I, and that Carol tells him that, you know, we're giving you a head start. Like, we're giving you a lot here. You might as well take it. So, yeah. um, oh, you know, also when Daryl was fighting with that guy on the ground, when this is back, sorry, toward oh, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we haven't seen Daryl do that in a long time either, be in that situation, being choked to death. And that guy, because he looked pretty big, the way he had him down on the ground. And I thought that was a really good scene. I was glad that he tried to poke his eyes out and then he couldn't do that. And then he tried to jam the knife further into the guy and, and that worked a little bit. And I, I thought that scene was just a really good scene. And then, of course, Carol does come in, which I knew she was going to. But I'm like, when are you coming? <laughs> so she finally comes and that walker ends up eating that guy and then they take off um to go find their people yeah but so did the in the previous show though did it show that that's where they were camped out or that that wagon was there and that he was there i have no recall of that location in the previous episode so she saw the blood on the ground but how did she know to go into the i mean she might have heard them but you know <gasps> I mean, it's, it's, how did he get there? What was he there for? And who were these two guys? I mean, that was the one thing that bothered me. About well, it. I assumed that that was where they were loading everything. I thought they had shown them loading previously, but I can't say for sure that they did. did. They? Not in this episode, yeah. in a previous episode. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. I didn't, it was so I'm trivial. not sure, but I really thought, okay, she's coming up to where, their wagon is that they're taking off in. And then that's when she sees the blood and everything thrown all over the place. But so here's the other thing, though. If everybody's being hunted and taken in, were they both in the clear so that they could just noisily leave in a wagon like that, you know, from town? Or did they get a pass? Well, I mean, Hornsby at that point. Oh, you're talking about before or how did they get out? No, the, if they if they were supposedly loading up this wagon to leave and everybody knew they were leaving, why would they be so obviously loading up a wagon? I don't think that wagon was theirs. How could it be? 
or was it from way before before everybody had to be hauled in? I mean, yeah. it doesn't. They were what, planning, I mean, like but they were planning to leave all of them as a group. They they had decided they were going to leave. I don't think it was a secret that they were going to leave. Oh, okay. Which okay. so this was before he was killed. Sebastian was eaten. Yes, right? I think that. Okay, wait. Now, now I'm getting a little bit. I have so to think about well, it. But well, the time the timeline's a little screwed up because how long was that between the Founders' Day thing where he gets right? You know, eaten, yeah. And then were they leaving? Right I after think that? so. I think they're rushing it. I think they're rushing it because they're like, "Hey, we better get out of here." But I don't. What I find interesting, also, Margaret, is that. I would think that they would be more eagerly trying to get out of there. Like, huh, you know, they may want to do something with us. Let's get our butts out of here. Because why wouldn't you? I, You know that they're after Eugene. Maybe they think, oh, well, they've got Eugene. They're going to prosecute him. They're going to leave us. Let us go. I'm sorry. I would be Mm -hmm. like, we need to get out of here at nighttime. Nobody needs to see us get out of here because we need to be able to get out of here safely. That's how I would have approached that. I wouldn't have been so outwardly yeah. like, oh, we're leaving. And just like when Carol went up to Ezekiel before that thing happened with Sebastian right. and said, oh, we're leaving. And I think that they were still yeah. planning that. And that's why everybody was gathering together to do that. Everything was sped up because Pamela was pissed off. <laughs> yeah. So, And she, she doesn't want them to leave and then somehow come back and get them or attack them. She like now says, you know, they're the enemy now. We don't, we don't want them as a part of us. And what if they were to come back? Why would they though? They might want something. She knows what type of people they are. They could come and say, hey, we're hungry. We want food. We want ammo. We want to convert people. I don't know. But that's, that's not their MO though at all. They're not the aggressors. I don't see them as being the aggressors unless they unless have they to. have to be. If they need so, something, they're going to go get it. I don't think that they would risk going back there though, even though they have And if they there. have Eugene and they did, you know, do away with them, I don't know. I don't know. You just can't I think in this civilization in this apocalypse, it's hard to let people go that you're not on good terms with because you never know what they're going to do. And come back and do. Yeah. It's all very interesting. What else did you notice in this episode? You know, I thought it was kind of, I mean, when Hornsby, when he said before they killed him, oh, I never realized how much of it, of it looks like a prison or how it looks like a prison from out here. Leading into, you know, just all this metaphor crap. Like, it is a prison. And then the people who they're removing, they're taking to prison, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And they're working, you know, doing whatever, mining, who knows what. Who who knows what they're doing? And I, I, my big question was, why would they kill people, which is what they did with that group, you know, two episodes ago or something, those few people? They killed them to turn them into you know, the walking mm-hmm. dead. And then they ended up the ones who were released at the founders right. event. So who released them? And did they just get out? Were they kept in a closet and somebody was able to open up the door? Like they, how did they come upon that founder stay thing? Was that just to like incite? Is there something underground? Well, Hornsby, that to- was, 
orchestrated by Hornsby. Hornsby's two people that he was, I don't know if he was just trying to get back at people at that point, or maybe they were trying to break him out. I don't know their actual intent, but it was Hornsby telling those two people to do whatever he wanted them to do. And then they went and killed those, um, the workers and and let them out. They were just like service people. Yeah. 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 And let them out. Yeah. So that's a little confusion, unclear, just in a, you know, and now that they've killed him, they're not, they'll never know. Yeah. Why he did that. Yeah. Because everybody's dead. They're all, so he's going to come back as a walker. Yeah. Because he's not, you know, they didn't finish. The no, teeth. they didn't. He probably eats Pamela. So you want projections? He's probably the one who kills Pamela. <laughs> I know. Can you see him walking in with it? You'll be able to tell because he'll have an arrow right through his neck walking in. I know. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting how Pamela has kicked it into another gear and how she seems to like really be a step ahead because we thought that they were not that great at orchestrating a lot of stuff. But now we're really seeing her true colors and, um, you know, how she asked Yumiko how her stroll in the plaza was basically telling her that she was, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, they had their her, their eyes on her and that how right. they had taken Connie. Oh, man, that sucked. And uh, and so also Eugene, you know, now he's conceding his fate. Yeah. And I like that conversation that they had between her and him. And also, I thought it was interesting that when Yumiko was giving her speech, and I knew she was going to turn it around, you knew she was, after speaking to Eugene, after talking to her brother, and after going up there, I'm like, she is going to flip it at some point. And it was, I think, when she read something about justice. Yeah. But yeah. I like that she asked her brother to stand up and said who he was. Now, this was my thought, and I'll be curious to hear what you think. I thought she was doing that so that people would know who he was, how important he was, so that he doesn't go missing. Exactly. It's the only yeah, reason. That was because I'm thinking she has to try and save her brother. Otherwise, Pamela will will make him disappear. Yeah. All right, Margaret, do you have any other thoughts or tidbits? Yeah. So my whole thing is that these people... There's 50,000 people there per Hornsby, yeah, uh-huh. right? So I'm wondering why there hasn't been more action because they can't control everybody. 50,000 people is a lot of people. So you, you know, the people who are in this prison camp or this labor camp, which I think is what it is, they probably are the, are all the dissenters. And so I'm just wondering why even the security force doesn't see how this is going sideways. There's like unethical things going on all over the place. So that was just what I was wondering, because if she's that much of a dictator, which yeah. she apparently mm-hmm. is, she, it's like, you know, should be able to cut the head off the snake kind of thing, you know? I was thinking the same so. thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I think we had talked about this in the, the second, in B of season 11 about how I think some people just go along with it if nothing is disrupting their lives. So if they are getting ice cream and they, no one's after them, I think that they're just looking the other way. They're just blinded because they're having these comforts in this environment. So I think that's why no one. Yeah. Yeah. But not all of them are though. It depends on what they, where they, it's a whole class system. It is. Right. So that's the uh, that's the thing where 
they haven't really, they've brought it up and talked about it last season or, you know, when they were not living in good places and then they became security people and they were living and they got moved. So all these people who were just like in the line for unemployment, whatever the ones they killed, you know, um, and then set loose. I mean, who, who decides that they can't advance in the society? So it's a really, it's an interesting commentary, I guess, on just economics and socioeconomics, really, because these people probably do have some kind of skill. They just haven't applied it or found a place to use it to make them more Mm -hmm. valuable. So they're really segregating people based on their value, whether that's educational or it's skill level or, you know, need. I think that somebody would, and it, you know, I don't know, how long has this place been around? I don't know. No, I don't know, actually. But it must have been around for a while to be this big and look the way it does. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just surprised that there hasn't been any sort of attempt at change or even history where something they've tried to do it or uprising or something. And I wonder if we're ever going to see the underground people, you know, how we kind of saw people helping Connie and the rest of them uh, with sending them information and you know how we saw that room way back when that were you know, oh, put, yeah. people putting out the information it's yeah. like where are all these people i want we haven't really seen them are we going to see them no i don't know i'm i'm just so curious about it um you had talked about in the beginning about how well you thought this was put together and mm-hmm. and i want to say that it is directed by aisha tyler And I really think she's such a good director because this was her first time directing The Walking Dead and she directed Fear the Walking Dead and she's and she's in Fear the Walking Dead and she's been in so many other things, uh, Criminal Minds and so many other things. And I just think she's so she I love this episode. I thought she did a really good job. I noticed the colors. I think you had mentioned music and the colors of everything. When Hornsby was in the prison, I noticed how um, almost black and white it looked with just a little bit of color. I thought, oh, my God, this looks so good. So I thought she had done a really good job. And she's a super fan. And so I I love that. Um, I just thought she did a really good job. And hopefully she'll get to, well, direct a future the Walking well, Dead universe series, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that Hornsby left that message for Milton. I thought that was pretty good with the coin. And um, yeah, I didn't understand. I that. think he, he was just saying, you know, here I beat your son's head in, and here's the coin back. I don't know, just trying oh. to send a message oh. because she did not seem happy, yeah. and his his head was bashed in. And Daryl didn't do that. She just or he just shot him. So yeah, so I think Hornsby wanted to give one last dig. And then I really liked that Yumiko and Connie did their scene in ASL. I thought it was so perfect. It moved me. Um, There were no words spoken. It just was very emotional. I was just thinking. And then I felt like they were saying a goodbye. And so I think that that is why I felt emotional because... They gave each other that hug and said, this might be the last time we see each other. And I thought, oh, my God, what if it really is? What if this is your last scene together? So I just felt the emotion in that. I thought it was really well done. I liked it, too. So we are at the segment and the award goes to. And so, Margaret, tell me, what was your favorite quote, character or 
moment. I liked the office scene with her talking to the people. And then Yumiko is brought in and she slaps oh, that guy. <laughs> you know, all that power. And she wasn't even, and Pamela was unfazed by all of that. She didn't get nervous. She didn't do anything. So I thought that was really kind of interesting and also revealing because Pamela is just like immune to any kind of uprising or insurgence because she knows she's got the power and she knows that she can manipulate Yumiko. That scene was just interesting because she really didn't um, do herself any favors by acting the way that she, not Pamela, but Yumiko with those people, because those people, you could tell that one lady was like a gossip queen, just the way yes, you, know, you just yes. tell. So it'll be interesting to see if that plays out at all elsewhere. But I liked that scene. I thought it was kind of interesting because it had, you know, it had a little bit of a fight. It had a little bit of a, you know, just kind of foreshadowing of, you know, her resistance. So, I mean, I know you, you just gush over everything, but did you really have a favorite scene? It was, and I already mentioned it earlier, but is what when Carol tells Hornsby he gets a head start and and, and ends oh. up killing him. <laughs> and so yeah. I love that Hornsby can't get one over on them. The actor, and unfortunately, I can't remember his name right now. I think it's Josh Hamilton. I might, hopefully I have that right. He's, he just did a really good job playing Hornsby. And he says that he, that Hornsby probably respected uh, that it was Carol that killed him and not Daryl because of the relationship he had with her. So I thought that that was a, a cool behind the scenes information from him. But yeah, I would say mm-hmm. that that was, uh, that was my favorite scene. It was a death scene, Margaret. Oh. It was a death scene this time. <laughs> yes. I know. Okay. I, yeah. So we have talked about some previous characters here. But I want to know, is there a character from a previous season that you would have liked to have seen in this episode? I You mentioned I Jesus. Know. Well, earlier I mentioned Jesus. I think, I mean, I like that character. But then I also liked, remember um, the girl who was the doctor who was the Oh, love yes. You know, yes. Were, Denise. I liked her a lot. I think it's Denise. Was I believe Denise? so. She's killed on the railroad tracks. Got shot in the eyeball or with the arrow. Yes. I Yeah, I really liked her character. I just thought it was kind of a refreshing. So it would be nice to have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, have another character yeah. like that. But nobody's like no. that. You know, but she was just so, I mean, um, what's her face? Princess is kind of a different type of character that we haven't really seen in the in the show. But I really liked her. Yeah. You know, because of what she brought, not for any other reason other than she was kind of a fresh take on yeah. things. Well, that's a good one because so, I hadn't thought about her. If they're a strong character, I do remember that. Yeah. That, you know, if they have some something to contribute within the context of the show. So am I going to know who you're going to say? <laughs> okay. Honestly, I wanted to say Rick, just so you know, because I would like to say Rick on every episode, but uh, I'm not saying Rick yet because I, I want to save Rick <laughs> for later on. Oh my but God. <laughs> the two people that came to mind was one is Dog. Because he's Carol and Daryl were in this the whole time, and I thought Dog would fit in perfectly with them. He's their their third leg, and so uh, or their <laughs> four or five six whatever. That's yeah, good. so I think Dog would have been fun to have seen in the scene helping them. You know, he could have helped them. But I also thought about Shane because if Shane were yeah. in this episode, or you know, yeah, in this episode, he would have killed 
Pamela and she'd be dead. So earlier when you said, "Who? why hasn't anybody cut her, you know, cut the head off the snake? It would have been Shane. He would have been great. He yeah. wouldn't have had any second thoughts. He would have just done it. I just think that uh, it would have been fun to see him in this episode. Mm hmm. Okay. Is there anything you hope to see or do you have any predictions? Oh, and I do want to say, I guess I, I my prediction was basically wrong because Hornsby didn't stay alive. So he didn't get to trade everybody. No. no. Unless Pamela takes over and does that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You know, they still could be taken somewhere. But anyway, tell me, what do you hope to see? But they're yeah. not being sold. Traded, traded. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Traded, sold, they're not on the market. They're just well, we don't know. used and abused. Oh, boy. So what's the question? Do I have any predictions? Or, and or what do you hope to see in the next episode? Well, I really want to see the groups converge because you've got like two or three different splinters of the groups, right? Of the group. And the bulk of them are over in the prison camp, and then the others are making their way back to home, yet somebody's got to escape to give them word that this is going on. You know, it's, there's trouble in in Wonderland, Alice, kind of like, you know? So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that um, they've got to converge at this point. How many more episodes are left? Three? Oh, don't tell me. I don't know. I don't want to think about it right now. How many are we left? Yeah. No, but I mean, if you look, if you project it from that, you've got to start having some action yeah. going on because, I mean, we've we've been strung along, strung along, and now it's like, well, yeah. what's what's really going to, what has to happen yes, to tie it all exactly. up? So what what well, are your thoughts? Are you? Where are they taking them on this bus? To the camp? Well, we know. They show this in the clip. Well, they just showed them drugging them. No, no, no. That was in the episode. In the oh, clip, oh, in the clip. They talk about your mind now or whatever, you know, the the trailer for the next show. Well, all I saw them was on the bus saying we need to, you know, Negan and Jerry are like, was it Negan and Jerry? Negan and somebody. Oh, Ezekiel. Negan, Ezekiel. Yeah. Saying, yeah. you know, are we going to do this? Well, so they attack. Right. They attack the bus. They probably kill the people on the bus and then they enter. They probably ride, drive the bus into the prison camp thing. I I don't right? know. That's why I am. I, I There's so many loose ends. I don't know what's happening. Because, OK, so at the end of the episode, we see that they're being drugged, right? They're shooting up uh. Ezekiel and his head goes down. First, I couldn't tell who it was. I'm like, it looks like his hair. But then the jacket didn't look like his jacket. But then when I saw the previews, it was his jacket. I'm like, where did he get this jacket from? But anyway, um, I thought Negan... It was like a members only. Yeah, right? you're right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maggie and Negan were there. So I thought they were on the bus, too. And I thought, how did they get them on the bus? But you're saying that you think that they attacked the bus and maybe got on it. Because I thought, how did they get everybody on the bus? To me, it only, it seemed like the only people that weren't on the bus were Daryl and Carol, Yumiko and Eugene, because I felt like everybody else was being transported. But I'm, I'm very confused as to what is going to happen. The train is going to be something that happens here. I, are they going to get on the train and take off? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so curious. 
I wonder how they are going to wrap this all up within a few more episodes left. How are they going to do that? I really don't want them to leave us hanging so much. I know that they're spinoffs, but it's hard for me to figure out how they're going to wrap it up in the next few episodes. But I guess anything is possible. I guess things could move along really quickly. I just don't want them to leave us with a huge cliffhanger as being the end of The Walking Dead. Yeah, but that's how they do things now. And then they, oh, we'll do a movie like Sex in the City. Oh, we'll do a movie. Yeah. Let's do another yeah. movie. So, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know. But not everybody will be in it. There's too many characters. There's too many characters. Like, we need to see where a majority of these characters end up. Yes, we know there's spinoffs. We know who the people are in the spinoffs. But what about all the other people that we care about that are not in the spinoffs? There's Rosita. There's Aaron. There's Ezekiel. There's Father Gabriel. You know, there's the kids. Um, yes, we hope we'll see them with Michonne and uh, Rick at some point, but somehow they're going to have to end their story here on The Walking Dead. Ah, God, I don't know. So much, so much to think about. Can't wait for the next episode, but then I can. <sighs> okay, Margaret, I guess that ties up our conversation on The Walking Dead because we're going to continue to... <laughs> try to figure out what's happening with them. All right. Are you watching any TV or movies? Well, ha since my life has been a mess for the last three months, it's I've been missing all the shows that I really enjoyed. And I do luckily have a few subscriptions to some of those apps that allow you to go back and watch like an entire season. So you can binge everything because everything's been playing since September and now it's the end of October. So I really enjoyed home economics last year, last season, and I decided to tune in again. And it's a real quick giggle fest because of the characters and the interplay and just the subject matter. And normally, but this time I watched it and, you know, I want, and I fell asleep, but I'm falling asleep all the time now because I'm so freaking tired. But I was just surprised it wasn't, it just didn't feel as funny as it was last season. And I, Aww. and maybe because it's just not fresh to me anymore. But um, it's funny, but quirky, but it's kind of sticky, too. And I think it's they've just, you know, they, I think they're trying to do be a modern family kind of show with the interplay and all that. I don't know. I, I still enjoy it, but um, I just thought it was better last year. So, so far. But, yeah. And then, of course, I watched the end of Cobra Kai and uh, that was, again, I felt I kept falling asleep. <laughs> Oh so my goodness. Like I don't know days. how you're falling asleep on Cobra Kai. I closed my eyes. It was so good. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess. And so then no, I have to rewatch a little bit of it. But yeah, it was it was okay. It's still wide open, you know, for somebody to come back from prison who we thought was killed and uh start up again this rivalry. So it'll be interesting. And then the pregnancy. You know, there's a lot of oh, a lot yeah. of loose yeah. ends. Talking about loose ends, that has a lot of loose ends. So they're just leaving the door open. So, but that's okay. It's entertaining. I mean, it's pure entertainment. It's not really it is serious it is. at all. Uh -huh. But the cast is getting older and older and older. So it's going to be hard to shoot them as teenagers or you know, right. They're going to so, have to move on. Absolutely. Yeah. So they need this baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. What so you you always watch really kind of interesting stuff because you have a couple apps that I don't have. So what have what did you what have you been watching? I have been watching so 
many TV shows and movies that are, you know, I've already recommended, but I've finished a couple, uh, several of them. Um, I am going to talk about a new one, but the three that I finished were House of the Dragon finale. And I, we, I did do a standalone House of the Dragon episode. So look for that, uh, releasing this week. But that was good, oh. Margaret. I don't know if you've... I don't have HBO. Oh, okay. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, Game of Thrones, you know, I'm such a fan. And so House of the Dragon was really good. The guy. I... So the guy, the author, or the baby, uh-huh. lives here in Santa Fe. Oh, really? I found that out from my my sidekick, the two uh, of us. And uh, yeah, his, his girlfriend yeah. has a... Or no, his, his sister-in-law has a spice shop. And apparently that oh. that guy comes in and buys things. So they see him on a regular basis. Ah, I don't know what his name cool. is. I don't have a clue, but yeah. Game of Thrones guy. You're talking about the author, right? The actual yes. George R.R. R. Martin? I guess so. Yeah. Oh, know. okay. He told me yesterday and I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> uh, he's still writing his books. They're still, I, it makes me want to read the books. I'm not a huge book reader because I watch so much TV, but it it made me want to read it because I want to read the details. I want to learn more about that. Yeah. I also finish The Patient on Hulu. Oh my God. The finale was shocking. It's a very dark series. I okay, Margaret. I did cry, but I'm not the only one that cried because somebody else I know cried. I (laughs) cried too. Well I started watching that and I couldn't wasn't my scene. It's very dark, but it. I liked it. I went through the end, and it was you know Steve Carell and Domhnall Gleeson, but I, it, it it ended. So it was a good one, but you know only uh, watch it if you're if you're okay with watching these psychological thrillers that can be very dark. Uh, I'm also finished watching Tell Me Lies, um, the finale again. It's on Hulu. It's about a toxic romance between college student Stephen and Lucy. And this group of college friends are tested and, sh- you know, shaped by lies and secrets and conflict and sex and manipulation. And it, it does have a time span of eight years. I think it starts in 2007, 2000, about 2007, I believe. And uh, there is going to be a second season and it is based on a book. So there's that. And then the new show that I started watching, which I had been anticipating because um, I heard about it a while back, and it's called House of Curiosities. It's on Netflix. It's Guillermo del Toro's creation. There, It's an anthology series. It's, I believe, eight episodes. I only saw one episode. Uh, but what's really cool about this series is Guillermo del Toro comes out and talks. And it reminds me of Alfred Hitchcock, you know, when he used to come out and talk about his shows. Well, Guillermo Mm -hmm. does the same thing. And I just really love him as a filmmaker. So it made me want to watch this. I only saw the first episode. First episode has Tim Blake Nelson. He's a bigoted war veteran who, who just wants to make money and he buys a, a storage unit. You know how when they go and they bid on a storage oh, unit yeah, and they get yeah, all the contents? contents. Yeah. But it's the content that begins this. Um, I'm not going to give it away at all, but that's the big thing about, you know, this whole horror episode. It's interesting because Guillermo himself, I guess, had a unit um, bought from him. And so he tried to get back his stuff. And he had a hard time. And that plays into this 
particular episode. And I do want to mention that Andrew Lincoln is in one of these, but I haven't seen it yet. So I will probably watch it and report on it in our future podcast episodes. But anyway, that is House of Curiosities on Netflix. Uh, I don't have a movie to recommend. I started to watch Hellraiser, but like Margaret, I fell asleep. And so... <laughs> Hellraiser, um, what's, is that like a Marvel kind of thing? Or is No, it- Hellraiser, isn't it Hellraiser? Do I, maybe I have the wrong name. It's no, a remake, know. like a remake oh. of the um, original movie. Yeah, it's a 1987 movie and they oh, okay. did a remake of it. I didn't know that. But okay. I just... I had come from a wedding and I was, you know, you know what happens at weddings. (laughs) So who knows if it was that or if it's just I wasn't as interested and it didn't capture my attention. Maybe it's a little bit of both. So I don't have a movie to recommend to you, but I do have those shows. (laughs) You're funny. I've been hearing all this stuff about people talking about. um, Oh, crap. (laughs) What? What? The Tom Cruise, what's that movie? Top Gun? Top what? Gun. So people are still talking about top the latest Top Gun and how great it is. I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to It is it. great. It's it's a lot of people like it better than the first one. Really? This one's more about the, the action. Um, the action. Exactly. Oh, wow. And it's done really oh. well. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. Hmm. So, yes, Watch Top Gun, and I did do a podcast on that too. So everybody check that out. All right, Margaret, thank you for your recommendation <laughs> and your insight. Your insight. Two things. <laughs> That's true. Yes. That's true. Two things. Yes. And uh, but of course, I love all your insights on yes. The Walking Dead. <laughs> I always I... love getting your perspective. Uh-huh. All right. And that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Wherever you listen, if you can rate and review, that would be awesome. We'll be releasing a new episode next week. Look for the House of the Dragon releasing this week. Next show will be on The Walking Dead, season 11, episode 21. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.